Hi, this is Ben Jackson, and you're listening to the Parent and Pupil Coach Podcast. Well, I'm not too sure how alive I'm feeling right now after suffering a bit of a cold for the last few days, so this voice is going to sound a little bit well, like a semitone deeper than usual. But thank you for joining me, um, and I wanted to share something which I hope it kind of makes some sort of sense. Um, and maybe just by telling the story, it'd be kind of useful. I was working with my daughter on her maths on her times table and it's like six and eights and nines times table and things like that all very standard and some she didn't know so she's for example didn't know her um, nine times table and couldn't think what seven times nine was so I would sit with her and say well okay what do you remember and uh, what do you what part of the seven times tables do you know she said I don't know it very well okay but do you know your ten times table and so what and then I asked to say well look what's ten times seven which she would know automatically and I said well then take seven off of that and that will give you your nine times seven and it just occurred to me something quite useful and and I think I'm gonna try and be as pinpoint to my observation as I possibly can is that sometimes our children won't always know exactly the answer but we can be there to help them and guide them to find it in their own way and I think the point I'm going to make with that is that if we can try to notice where they are and help them to get where they want to be. They have a degree of their own, they work out their own method for doing it. I didn't need my daughter to know exactly what nine times seven was. Yes, it's useful, yes, that's good. But I was happier that she found or used a method that helped her get there. I thought that was more empowering for her, more useful for her. And I think what I liked about it is that it's rather than maybe we berate children for not knowing something, not knowing all the times table um, off by heart or by rote, we can be mindful actually there's things they do know and you just have to work with them. And by doing that, I think we get some benefit from the process um, in that they uh, have their own engagement, they work out their own method for doing it, they make their own connections how to get there, and I hope by doing this practice with her, I've embedded the idea that she doesn't kind of give up saying, I don't know what nine times seven is, but she goes, well, what do I know? What is the nearest I can think of? And if, okay, if that's seven times seven, and she knows that automatically, great, let's start from that, and let's work up, build our way up to the nine times seven. And the process involved there, that thinking, is rather than this kind of, I don't know it, which the language often puts us at a disadvantage um, and sets us up to kind of tell our minds we don't know anything and shut down effectively and um, can result in uh, worry and anxiety and a degree of stress. But if I can help her find a way to get to where she wants to be from where she knows so from we take a point where she from where she knows to get where she wants to be that's far more useful for her than somebody oh well obviously it's far more useful than somebody telling her the answer or getting her to work it out 
in a way that's useful or well, that we're more used to. So it was more about observing how we can easily help our children by them working out what they do know and helping them take that information and use it to get them to where they want to be. And I think it's that that I wanted to harness for my, my thought. Because when it comes to problem solving, dealing with challenges, overcoming issues, sometimes it's really important that we check where we are, what our current surroundings are, and then work out the path to get to where we want to go, rather than simply think, I don't know where, I don't know how to get there, and it's not possible. And it's easy to get into that mindset that things aren't possible if you don't know something. It's easy to fall into the trap of going, oh, I don't know. And that information filtering through your mind kind of cuts off your brain's ability to give you the answer you need or the resources you need for it. And I guess what I liked about this little anecdote was about how when we make decisions or have destinations in our lives or things we want to follow through on and projects or work or school or anything of that matter, it's important to keep an, an understanding of um, where we are and where we want to go rather than simply say, I'm not where I want to be. In that same example that seven times nine is not where we want to be because I don't know the answer, but let's go find some solution to it. And there is nothing wrong by noticing that we're not where we want to be yet and applying some patience to that and some sympathy that we may not always get there as fast or as quickly as we would like. And embedded in that, I think, is, is that example of what the times table, of how when we notice what we do know can often lead us to get to where we want to be. And that is far more useful um, because we're able to structure a comeback. That's the right word. We're able to, rather than obliterate the chance of getting where we want to be or get the answer by saying, I don't know, or I can't get there, or it's impossible, we start saying, well, what do I, what do I know? What do I have? And it puts us in a mind frame that is far more resourceful about taking what we have and turning it into something. There's so many stories of uh, people who've excelled in life, in their own field, that have been about exactly that. They've not had all the resources available to them in all parts of their lives and so they've been as resourceful as possible. And I kind of think Ronaldo was probably one of the examples that I had in my mind for football, for soccer, where he's obviously a multi-million pound earning soccer player. And he started in a very poor part of his country where he didn't have a lot of money. And I think the story is that he made a football out of plastic bags or socks or whatever and began practicing with that. He didn't allow his lack of resource for him to be uh, less resourceful. He found a way through. 
and that's kind of at the core of some of the best learnings we can give children I think it's about saying okay we don't have all the resources we would like but that doesn't mean we can't be resourceful and back to the multiplication it is about saying okay I don't have the answer but what do I have and what I have is eight times seven or I have ten times seven and I work my way down to where I want to be and I think through this conversation with you I think I found my point I wanted to make about paying attention to how we can help our children be more resourceful with whatever resources they have so they can achieve their outcome. So I'll leave that with you. Thanks for listening to the Parent and People Coach podcast. My name is Ben Jackson and I look forward to speaking with you next time. So please like, share or comment. It would mean the world to me to let me know what you think.